All right, take your seats, everybody. We have a special guest this time, so be on your best behavior. All right, take your seats. Thank you. You are listening to the Change Academy podcast. My name is Brock Armstrong, and you'll hear from my co-host, Monica Reinagel, very soon. Hang on. And this podcast is all about creating the life that you want by harnessing your ability to change. We bring our expertise in nutrition, fitness, and cognitive behavior theory, plus our experience coaching hundreds of clients, and of course, coaching ourselves because we are all works in progress. And we take all of that, we wrap it up into each and every episode of this podcast, and we couldn't be happier to have you with us today. Now, today's episode is all about grit. Now, you've probably heard the term grit, or being gritty, or it takes grit, but what does that actually mean? Well, we have a guest on today's episode that boils it down to this, getting back up one more time. You know, it's true that every day we have the choice to either face our problems head on or to let them overwhelm us. And in those moments of overwhelm, well, we need to find our grit to get back up one more time. So in this episode, we're mixing it up a little bit because Monica is actually going to interview our very first special guest expert, Rebecca Louise. Now, using her YouTube channel and her social media, Rebecca Louise has helped millions of people improve their mindset and achieve their goals. The secret behind Rebecca's success isn't just her, <laughs> as she puts it, cheeky British humor. People have actually come to Rebecca because she has shared many of their same experiences. So she knows what it's like to be lost, unable to find the right career, be broke, divorced, and struggling with an unhelpful relationship with food. Now, it wasn't until Rebecca changed her mindset and started to become the master of her own habits that she was able to truly find her way to a career that she loved and a lifestyle that matched. So let's join Monica in her interview with Rebecca Louise. So I'm very excited to introduce all of you to Rebecca Louise, who is our guest on the podcast today. I got an email a few weeks back from Rebecca. She reached out and introduced herself to me, and I am so glad she did because since then I've been listening to her podcast, which is called It Takes Grit, and we'll talk more about that in just a second, and just loving everything that she's sharing, the insight, the information, the inspiration. It just aligns so beautifully with what we talk about here in the Change Academy podcast that I knew I wanted to have her on the show so that you could meet her as well. So Rebecca, welcome and thanks for joining us today. Wow, what a lovely introduction. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I've been looking forward to our conversation and I have a few things, specific things that I want to ask you about and, and hear you talk about a little bit. But first, I want to talk a little bit about the name of your podcast and the name of your book, which comes out in September. Is that right? Yep. September the 15th. And they both, of course, have the same name. It Takes Grit. And I have to tell you, I have this early memory of being a very little girl and watching a movie with my dad, an old Western movie with John Wayne. And um, I can't remember who else was in it. I barely remember it. I was very young, but the movie was called True Grit. And it had this spunky young heroine who rode around on horseback. She was very impressive, and she certainly impressed John Wayne. And I remember just from my dad's reaction and what he was saying about that movie while we were watching it together, 
that this quality, this true grittiness of this young woman was something that he really admired and, and thought was really cool. And of course, you know, as a young girl, you take those things to heart. And that's always stuck with me about grit. When I hear that phrase grit, I always think back to that childhood moment and thinking, wow, I, I want to have grit. But I'm curious to know how you came to that phrase as your title, as your motto. What does grit mean to you? Wow. Well, first of all, I love that story. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. And for me, grit means getting back up one more time. Okay. Every single day we get faced with a decision, whether we say, right, no problem. How do we find the solution? We're going to get back up again. Or we can decide, you know what? It's too difficult. It's too hard. I can't do it. I don't have belief in myself. And therefore we need to dig deep and find the grit because the grit is what's going to keep us going. So for me, grit is the thing that you need inside of you just to get up that one more time. So it's perseverance. It's probably courage right? Yeah, absolutely. It's the courage and it's the belief in yourself to be like, you know what, this happened to me. I got knocked down. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to work, but it's like, let's just, let's just dig deep and find that belief and find that little, like almost like that burning desire inside of you. That's going to say, you know what, I can do this. I got this. I'm going to just keep on going. Um, and just having that vision for the future that, you know, it is going to be possible. I can make it happen. And as long as I have the grit and determination, um, anything is possible. Yeah. And I think that one of the reasons that that kind of perseverance takes courage is because if you're going to get back up and try it again, you're taking the risk that you might fail again and you're willing to do it anyway. You're willing. So essentially you have to be willing to fail again. Yeah. And I feel like you can, you can never fail at something unless you quit. The only way that you can fail is if you quit. You can just keep on going, right? I mean, it doesn't matter how long it takes you to do something, but there is no failure unless you quit. And so finding the grit inside of you that's going to say, you know what? I can do this. I can get up one more time. You know, I can keep persevering. I can, I can make this happen. Um, and I think that sometimes we give up too easily and we think that some things are going to be easier than they are. Um, and just knowing that as long as we just keep going, it's inevitable that we're going to have success. That's right. And I can see how motivating that would be sort of as a motto, as your kind of three word rebellion. It takes grit. So I love that. Well, thanks for filling me in on the backstory of that. But one of the episodes of your podcast that I enjoyed so much, it was a recent one, it was number 81, and it was on why we feel stuck and how to get unstuck. I just loved what you shared in this episode. And there were three things that you said that I wanted to kind of unpack a little bit for our listeners, because I think it fits in so well with what we do here. And of course, we'll put a link to Rebecca's podcast and to that episode in particular in the show notes so that you can go listen to the whole thing. But are you game for a little cross-examination on that podcast episode? Absolutely. I would love to. It's one of my favorites. So one of the things that you said that really got my attention you were talking about when you want to change an outcome and there's something that's happening in your life that you want to change, that it's really important first to have some awareness. I think you talked about connecting the dots that led to the current situation. So before we can create a new outcome, we have to take a little time to understand how we got to the outcome we're at right now. Yeah, I think it's being aware of yourself. It's it, That's the very first step is being aware that you want to change, aware that you currently feel stuck, aware that you want to be different, aware of your attitude, aware of your behavior, and aware that there is another way. 
Because sometimes we tell ourselves a story about ourselves or about a current situation, and that story then dictates our life. You know, change your change your story, change your life. And when I started to change, you know, my story or change my identity, that's then what allowed me to see things that I hadn't seen before. And so sometimes that is the very first step to be like, hmm, what if there is another way? What if I'm not looking at the whole the whole pie? What if I'm not looking at the whole piece? And that really allowed me to look out outside and just recognize that's the first step, like recognizing our attitude, recognizing ourself and recognizing that there is another way. I think you're so right because that story that has such a huge impact on how we act and therefore the results that we create, sometimes it's completely invisible to us. We don't even realize, we don't even identify it as a story. We confuse it for being fact. For instance, you gave an example of your own dealing with anxiety and your story about that. Yeah. And so I, that was my story. I was like, I'm just someone with deals with anxiety. I have something that I'm holding onto from the past. And this is why I act like this. And it gave me the, I gave it just allowed myself to behave like that because I was like, well, this is because this happened to me in my past. And this is why I behave like this now. And then I woke up from that and I said, well, it, does that have to be? Does that have to be my story? Do I have to act like that because that happened in my past? And I was like, nope, that's just a story that I'm telling myself. And if I want to create more happiness or if I want to create more joy in my life and something is holding me back, why don't I just let go of that story? Why don't I let go of the fact of something negative that happened to me in the past and allow myself to have more space and energy for things that are positive? And it was when I just let it go and wasn't so attached to something that had happened to me that I was able to have more energy um, for better things. You know, I think you said something there that really is is very profound. And that is that part about identity, that we develop an identity as being a certain way or being a certain kind of person. And sometimes this might be related to an event in the past or some experience, but it sort of locks us in if we make it about who we are. Yeah. And I think it makes us feel important. Like a lot of people's, you know, values is significance. Everybody wants to feel important. Everybody wants to feel like they're enough. So if you have something that is has been negative to you in the past, it gives you significance. It gives you something to be like, well, this is what makes me special. This is what makes me unique. This is what makes me different. Rather than just you knowing that you are enough and that you know that you are you know, unique just as you are. You don't need a traumatic event or you don't <laughs> need something that's happened to you to make you special you know, or enough, you mm -hmm. are just enough as you are. And I had to let go of things because I would hold on to it, be like, well, yeah, me too, me too. Like what, you know, and I think that we do that a lot and that's what makes us feel important, but it also gives us a negativity because we're giving energy to something that wasn't that great in our past. Instead of just saying, you know what, that's just part of my past. It's not who I am. Um, and I'm going to move on from this. But I do think it gives people a lot of significance. Um, it gave me significance at the time. And then I realized that significance isn't really that important. What's important is love and connection. And I am enough just as I am. I don't need something that's bad that's happened to me to make me important or different. Mm. That's such an interesting insight. Another thing that you brought up in your podcast on how to get unstuck was the importance of taking action. Even if you're not 100% sure that the action is moving you forward, you had a great quote there. And it was just that, you know, you, the only way you can actually be stuck is if you're stopped 
But as long as you're moving, even if it's backwards or forwards, that is how to get unstuck. Absolutely. And I love the word stuck because people tell me all the time, I feel so stuck. I feel so stuck. I'm like, well, what have you done today? And they're like, nothing. I feel stuck. I'm like, that's why you're stuck. (laughs) The only way that you can get stuck is if you stop. It literally is like stuck and stop are the same things. So instead of saying I'm stuck, just say I've stopped. Okay. So what's my next move? What's my next course of action? And immediately you're going to get on the move and you're going to feel unstuck. Well, I think one of the reasons we're unwilling to take that next action is because we're not sure that it's the right action or that it's going to have the, the desired effect. And so we stay frozen because we're, we tell ourselves we don't know what the right thing to do is. Yeah, I've heard that so many times before. And, you know, what I what I tell people is like, hey, you don't know unless you try. And it's better to try something and it not be working than still be in the same place that you were yesterday. The more action that you take, it's going to lead you into a step or a direction that you're supposed to be. But if you just don't do anything, you're not going to move at all. You're not going to make any progress. You know, progress equals happiness. And so even if you're just, you know, making a decision to try something new, when you make that decision, you go, okay, no problem. That wasn't the right thing, but now I've ruled something out. Let me try something else. It's kind of when you're trying to find your passion and purpose in life and, you know, your, your dream job. It's like, try everything and see what you like, and then you're going to figure out what what are you're supposed to do. Um, because otherwise, if you don't try anything, you're never going to know. It's almost like narrowing it down. Like just keep doing something until you find the thing that's working. Sure. Learning what doesn't work is just as valuable as learning what does work. 100%. Yeah. We talk a lot about this in terms of the value of failure and how we shouldn't be afraid of failing. And that if we are afraid of failing, it does kind of keep us stuck or as you more accurately say, stopped. But that when we can embrace failure, even look forward to failure because it's such a valuable piece of information for us to use, then it really does change. It's game changing. Well, we can change the word failure to feedback. Mm -hmm. And feedback is exactly what you need to grow to the next level. And so, you know, for me, for example, I have, you know, fitness app and I have lots of people that follow the workouts and I love getting feedback. You know, it's not a failure when a workout video doesn't do as well. It's amazing feedback to be like, you know what? They didn't really like that. No problem. I'm going to start focusing on this. So change the word failure for feedback and that's going to help you grow in all areas of your life. Yes. And as Brock always likes to remind us, when you're feeling unclear or confused, nothing breeds clarity like taking action. Yeah. I always say that, you know, motivation comes from action. (laughs) And not the other way around. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. So there was one other thing that you brought up in this episode that just blew my mind. Um, And it was towards the end, I think it was the seventh of the seven suggestions you had to help people start getting unstuck. And it was to be willing to ask for help. But it was the second part. It was the part B of this that really got my attention. Because you said, you need to ask for help, but then you need to be willing to accept the help that is given and not just immediately reject it as not applying to you or not being possible. Yeah. I mean, my mentors always told me, don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. And then exactly when I would get advice from somebody I would want to trade places with, I executed it. I didn't ask questions. I didn't try and argue. I was like, if this person has what I want and they are telling me the same thing that they did, I would be crazy and also ignorant to not follow what they're teaching me. So you have to be a student. 
And if you are a student and you're constantly wanting to learn, you're going to get so far. But I think what people do is they ask for the help and then they receive it. And then they don't want to follow through because they go, well, it's okay for you. It might not work for me, or they just don't have the work ethic to do it, or they like the idea of doing it, but they don't actually want to follow through. Or it's just the belief that, you know what, it's fine for them, but not for me. And I think you have to get that out of your head. If somebody is giving you advice and they have gone through the same situation, I don't know if it's an ego thing or if it's a chip on a shoulder sometimes, but you know, for me, I really believe that that is how I've got to where I am today is constantly being a student and just accepting that if somebody is teaching me something that they have what I want, just following it. And if you can be teachable and if you can just listen and you can execute, like that, it's so simple. It really is that simple. Don't overthink it. Don't go, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if it can work. Well, the only way that you'll know is by actually doing it. Um, so I think that people don't always follow through because they don't have the belief that it's going to happen. And sometimes they don't have the work ethic to actually execute the same thing as what their mentor or their teacher is 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 telling them to do. I think you're right. And I think sometimes people are more attached to their problem than they are to the solution. They're, they're, they'd have to give something up. Uh, maybe it's a little piece of their identity. I've always struggled with this. I've never been able to solve this problem. And somehow, you know, they're clinging so rigidly to that story that even when someone hands them a possible solution, some part of their brain rejects it because if they didn't have that identity as somebody who's stuck and can't solve this problem, then who would they be? Maybe it threatens their sort of sense of self. A hundred percent. And it's that give it's that victim mentality that sometimes people feel safe in that this is like this is just who i am i'm just a negative person i'm just and you can't change some you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink the water you know that saying is so true here and some people just i've i've experienced it they they want to stay in that place because it's comfortable it's what they know and we always talk about your you know your success is one step outside of your comfort zone and mm -hmm. if you're somebody who is just used to saying the words you know i I'm, I'm just somebody who feels stuck. You know, I, I just, I'm just negative. I, I suffer with anxiety. Like it's such an, a strong identity that somebody has been built inside that they are not ready or they don't want to change. Like we, you have to want to change. You have to want to do the work to get better. Um, so when somebody's giving you all of this feedback and you're not taking it, it's often because you just, you want to still hold on to that identity, then that significance. And if you just swap significance for love and connection, you're going to have more growth. You're going to have more change. And those, those things that are in your head about like, I need to hold on to this old, uh, old identity of almost being a victim because it makes me feel important are going to kind of disappear. And you're going to realize that actually that's not important. You being somebody in society who's adding value, who's giving energy to the world, who is giving back, who is lighting other people up is going to be a lot more rewarding long-term than staying in your comfort zone and feeling sorry for yourself. Well, I mean, and there it is because as much as we may feel like we want to change or create change, change some aspect or element of our lives or ourselves, the fact is that change is uncomfortable because it is unknown. And the sooner we kind of make our peace with that, the sooner that we can get on with the fun and the excitement of 
realizing that we do have the ability to create change in our lives. But as you point out, we can't do that passively. We can't just ask for help. We can't just gather information. We can't just wonder what the right thing to do is. We have to actually start taking action in order to learn and in order to start collecting evidence that we are someone who can take action and who can start moving towards the changes that we're trying to create. Yeah, it all just depends on what you want and how badly you want it. You know, we all have a choice of how we behave. I always say attitude and gratitude, you know, have a really great attitude and be grateful for everything. And if you have those two things, then you're going to make progress and you're going to grow and you're going to develop and you're going to change into the person that, you know, ultimately you always were because no one was born depressed or having anxiety or you weren't a baby, like feeling sorry for yourself. It was (laughs) created So go back to that inner child of like having fun and enjoyment and, you know, not being attached to something that's negative. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. You have to go check out Rebecca's podcast. It takes grit and her book that's coming out. And there's a lot of events coming up to surround the book launch uh, that you'll learn about. And we'll have a link to all of that on the show notes page so that you can find that easily. Perfect. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's been great talking with you, Rebecca. Thanks so much. Good luck with the book launch and let's keep in touch. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay. I want to join in saying thank you to Rebecca Louise too. That was awesome. I really got a lot out of that. I'm so glad that we were able to have our very first special guest on the Change Academy podcast, but it wouldn't be a normal episode of the Change Academy podcast if we didn't summarize the key takeaways. And I'm in a unique position as being a listener, just like all of you out there. So these are some of the key moments that I took away from their conversation. Now, the first thing is the only way you can fail at something is if you quit. I love that. That's such a a great thing to keep in mind. You only fail if you quit. Now, another idea that I found really interesting was the one that instead of saying that you're stuck, admit to yourself that you have stopped and then find a way to get going again, of course. So swapping those words stuck and stopped, I thought that was a really interesting one. Now, another thing that we talk about quite a lot on this podcast, but I thought was really great to hear from Rebecca as well, was that action creates motivation, not the other way around. So taking action actually builds motivation. Instead of waiting for motivation to take action, create the action instead. I love that. And another key takeaway for me was that if we are so locked into our identities as someone who's defined by their past or uniquely broken and in need of fixing well, then we're going to find it hard to make any permanent change. We really first have to learn how to let go of that identity and then move on. And the final idea that I took away from this episode was not to take advice from someone that you wouldn't trade places with. I love that. And then the extension of that is that you have to make sure that you actually follow their advice if you ask for it. And so that leads me right into our lab experiment, because as always, we don't want you to be passive collectors of information. We want you to actually take action, as Rebecca said. So here is your lab experiment. I want you to think about the last time you asked for help, or you heard some good advice on a podcast, or you found some helpful knowledge in a book that you're reading. Then think about whether or not you actually followed that advice. And by that, I mean you actually took real, concrete, tangible action based on what you learned. 
Now, if the answer is no, or maybe even just, well, sort of, well, then I want you to dig deep and see if you can identify why you didn't take the action. Was it because you were too tied to your identity as someone who is X, Y, or Z? Or is it because you were scared that it actually might work and you'd have to let go of that identity? Or did you think that, well, it's just going to take too much effort, I just can't be bothered? Learning how to do this type of introspection can really help you avoid that stuck feeling and help you instead become a curious experimenter with grit that we all want to be. So there's your lab experiment. Please let us know what kind of advice you've looked for, what kind of advice you've gotten, and whether or not you took it and why. And you can let us know by subscribing to the podcast, of course. Just go to wherever you're listening to this podcast, hit the subscribe button, and then you'll make sure to get every episode as soon as it comes out. Also, you can sign up for our newsletter. We've got a newsletter that just lets you know when there's an event or a new episode or something exciting going on. No spam, I promise. And you can sign up for that at changeacademypodcast.com. And as an added bonus, you'll get a downloadable copy of each episode's lab experiment with that email. So you've got a double reason to subscribe to that newsletter. And of course, you can find us on social media. We're changeacpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's changeacpod. And of course, you can send us an email at hello at changeacademypodcast.com and let us know what you're working on. Let us know how we can help or suggest a future episode topic. We're all ears. All right, we'll be back with another episode, a regular episode, (laughs) right away. So stand by and we'll talk to you then. All right, thank you, everybody. And special thanks to our special guest, Rebecca Louise. It was a pleasure having you on the Change Academy podcast.